people were listening. Do you think people were listening for a minute? You're joking. Not another one? You're the serious presenter. I'm just the, yeah. the other okay. guy. A new fantastic point of view. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're consuming this. Welcome to Not Another Sports Podcast. I am joined, as ever, by my co-host, Chris Holland, who is a man who has just entered his name into the New York mayor election process by booking his flights there this very week. Hello, Jonty Bayless, my co-host and good friend, a Twitter member since October 2009. And Jonty... I've been back and had a look at your first ever tweet. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> no, I did not expect this. No, I do not. 30th of October, 2009. Wonderful, wonderful day, as I'm sure you will remember. Yes. Those well. of you who were alive to witness it firsthand. John T tweeted, at Real John T, just lying in bed having done too much in one day yet again, exclamation <laughs> mark. What had you done too much of? That's the question. <laughs> was that really my first tweet? Your first tweet. That is sensational. Sent at 18 minutes to uh, one in the morning as well. Wow. What year were we in? 2009. Nine. This is really bold over, hasn't it? Yeah, who knows what I've been doing. In October, I probably would have played maybe basketball. Probably would have worked, you know, grafted away. I think it was, it was, oh, had I just started university? Maybe. Yeah, that that would have been our first semester. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe maybe we locked eyes for the first time, Chris Holland. Yeah, and do you know why I'm so sure? One of your later early tweets substantiates this by uh, the, the nature of you tweeting, just dossing between uni seminars. <laughs> just dossing. Oh, oh what a word, days. dossing. Great word, great word. Anyway, we're digressing. I feel like we've, uh, we've taken a slight tangent we so have. shall we set Already. the sails straight and go ahead? We have, yeah. Let's get straight into it this week, you know. Let's not mess around. Yeah, so, we're not here to mess around. We're not here to make friends. Well, we are, but we are. like, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. It's fine. Friends in from recent stats, Graysonville, Maryland. So hello to you listening out there. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast, oh, yeah. whoever you may be. You know? And now you've talk, mentioned the New York mayor, mayoral race. We, we could even be big in New York, maybe. I don't know. Well, this, I mean, it's got wings. We can fly this podcast. It's got mm. wings and we can fly, Chris. And we um, will. Yeah. Fly podcast on a bi- Could we do a podcast on a biplane, do you reckon? I think we could line it up. I think we could line it up. Do you know anyone <laughs> with a biplane? I don't, no. 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 Okay. Well, we, we, we can work on it. Anyone out there, any of our listeners, if you know anyone that's got access to a biplane, please let us know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think we've got various trips already lined up <laughs> and mm. we're only into episode four we're gonna have to start writing these down making them a reality good so right as ever we're going to bring you the good the bad and the obscure from the world of sport the things that we think we're, we've had an eye on this week i mean one of the headlines that did catch my eye was a seven-year-old boy running the 100 meters in 13 seconds he flew through the air I tell you now he's like this podcast got wings as well sensational one to watch but we're going to get stuck in there with the good this week chris and it is one from the world of sport that i love uh, basketball okay and um basketball is a game that has 
loads of dramatic finishes. A lot of the, what we know as buzzer beaters where a basket could be scored at the end of the game. Once the buzzer sounded, will it go in? Won't it go in? You know, and the game could hang in the balance of this. But one particular game caught my eye. It was between Illinois State and Missouri State. Let me just get it up here. And can you hear Brooke crying, by the way? Yeah, I can a little bit. Yeah, okay. So maybe I'll just mention it. <laughs> so if you can, if those eagle-eared, eagle-eared, is that a thing, Chris? Eagle-eared listeners that we have. I, do, do eagle, eagle I don't know if eagles have ears. Bat-eared. Bat-ears. <laughs> they have ears. For those bat-eared listeners, you may be able to hear the sounds of um, someone maybe crying in the background. That is my little girl, um, Brooke. She's very unsettled. She's going through teething. So um, she may We've pop all been up there. throughout this We podcast. all know what that's like. We all know what that's like. We have all teethed. This is, this is true. This is true. I, for one, I can't really remember it, but... I do remember getting my tooth knocked out when I was 15. Mm. That hurt. I can imagine that while uh, I can't remember teething itself, I can imagine that I wouldn't have dealt well with it. No, I know. I, I can imagine. I know what I'm like. I mm. think I would have uh, been a big baby about it as such. Excuse oh. the pun. <laughs> oh, Brooke. But yeah, so she's probably going to make a few more appearances on this podcast tonight. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Back to this buzzer beater. So it was insane, Chris. So picture it. The score is 65-63. Okay. Illinois State have the lead. Last few seconds of the game. And the ball's inbounded. Okay. So this would be um, inbounded from the baseline, which is basically where the ball comes back into play to play out the rest of the clock. Okay. So um, this happens. And again, we'll be posting this through our Instagram. Um, So Illinois... Sorry. Yeah. Missouri State steal the ball. Then there's a bit of a melee. I know that you like that word, Chris. Mm, very good. On the word. halfway line. And then it ends with one of the Missouri State players receiving the ball. So Jared Dixon gets the ball. He's on the halfway line, throws it up with about all of 0.5 seconds to go. Everyone's obviously, nah, it's never going to go in. Bam, mate. Game winner. Missouri State wins 66 to 65. The place goes absolutely nuts. And oh, so I was right there with these guys, man. I've played in a game where we won on a buzzer beater, Chris. The adrenaline that goes through <laughs> is something else. Because uh, uh, we spoke about this before um, when we had a little uh, catch up on Friday. And I just can't, because you do see these videos when, because they go viral whenever whenever these buzzer beater winner, winning points happen. Uh, if you follow the kind of like typical sports pages on social media, you probably see them and they always they always impress me. But this one, especially because of the absolute chaos of the ball just rolling around and no one seems able to grab a hold of it. And you're just looking at the clock and thinking, well, oh, this is just going to run dead. And uh, the, the shot to win it is just so audacious. I honestly, I can't, I can't believe it. If that was you, if that was you and you sunk that from there, you would just like, I don't know, when would we next have to buy a drink? Oh, I would dine out of it for the rest of my life. And knowing, knowing what American towns, uh, sporting towns can be like around their university. I don't, I don't think that guy's ever, ever. I think he's, he's set for life now off that shot. Mm. Seriously. Like they will love him forever. It's amazing. Uh, they should do anyway. Jared Dixon, man, what a guy. I'd buy him a drink straight away. If I saw yeah, him, I'd like, definitely. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. I don't even follow your team. That was amazing. You know, he may never make it to the NBA. He may never make it to the pros, but oh, he could doesn't need to now. Doesn't no, need to. That's it. Mic drop moment. I've Viral sensation. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. I'd, I'd be like, I see it. Playing career done. Complete it, mate. Oh it, oh, it is amazing. I mean, you know, that's why I love the sport of basketball. It's just so good. Throws up these things in the air. No nil-nil like in, you know, your favourite sport, football. Mm. None of that, Chris. Mate, heart in mouth action. Hmm. All right, well, I took that as a slight um, sort of jab then from you. That's a oh! little bit of a... Not I mean, you, I mean, don't. No, nah, just to me, just all football fans ever. You know, you're only taking on the most popular sport in global, uh, in a global sense. So, I mean, you should be fine. You should be fine doing that. Yeah. Align be... yourself with rugby fans, and you'll be okay, I reckon. Yeah. There we go. They got my back. Yeah, they they definitely have. <laughs> they do. Well, we should probably move on. Yeah. <laughs> I dig for myself a, a bigger yeah. hole. <laughs> for, yeah. So, should we go to the bad? We should go to the bad. So, oh, the bad. The bad. the bad. Do you want to introduce the bad, Chris? Yeah, the bad is a video that was um, quite popular on Reddit this week. Now, I th- it wasn't clear when or where this happened, but it showed uh, a scene of a, a sports player. Obviously, the match had just finished. It, there's kind of sense of everything is that they've just won this match, and like the fans are kind of like baying the um, the player to come over and throw his shirt into the crowd and there's this group of kids at the front of a stand and they're clearly the target the intended target for the shirt that's about to be thrown into the crowd and as the shirt is thrown the uh this got this fully grown man an adult if you will comes out of nowhere and snatches the shirt from above the head of these 10 year old boys who are about to get their hero shirt and then tries to leave the scene before he's um, accosted by a, a couple of other people, possibly the parents of the boys. Uh, we don't know. And uh, eventually hands it over. But this is so this is not so much of an, a single issue. It's more of a, a single event. This is more of an issue in sport, I'd say. This yeah. is the this is the bad of spectators. Oh, definitely. And I've, I've just I've just found it. So it was um, Joshua Kimmich who plays for Bayern Munich. Um, in the sport of football, Chris. You, your football. pronunciations, John T, are coming on very well. Joshua Kimmich is correct. Is it? Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It was in a Bundesliga match. Oh, um, even yeah, again, you've nailed that. Uh, let, let's go for one more. It was a home win over Schalke 04. Yeah, Schalke, I'll accept that. Congratulations. Oh, amazing. Well, I'm, I'm getting better at this, guys. Just, just you know, I've been practicing all week. I'm glad it's paid off. But yeah, I've seen this before in 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 baseball. Baseball's one where um, so when they kind of hit it in the, to the stands and like everyone's there with their gloves, and like sometimes it's just like what like you know if there's a kid there and it's just like some some fully grown men proper go in and they're like racing down the stands and they will they they will mow down anyone in their way to catch this ball and like mm. I've I've seen videos of them knocking kids over and different things like that but yeah I think you're completely right it just shows I think across all sports I think there's spectators out there who would look I get memorabilia oh it's, it's fantastic I'd lo- I love sporting memorabilia but I th- yeah it's just bad it is just bad isn't it <laughs> yeah it's uh no it, 
how do you explain it as well? But when you walk into work on the Monday morning and everyone knows that you're the guy in the video who tried to steal Joshua Kimmich's <laughs> shirt from a child, it's not great, is it? It's not a great look. No, it's not. I, what I do love about this is that the other spectators got involved and they made him give it back. Yeah, I think that is good because how many times do you see this happen and then the either the camera breaks away before you can see what happened next or they just effectively get away from it and there's just a kid bawling their eyes out. Yeah. yeah not good. Not good. Yeah. So no, there's a good I mean... ending to this particular bad, but the moral is if you're thinking about stealing a shirt from a child, then don't do it. Yeah. Don't steal candy from a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to know who this fan is. He should get banned. Mm. I don't like it. Maybe you could co-host one week. Maybe we could get him on. (laughs) What was going through your mind at that exact Mm. moment? (laughs) But equally, do you could do so let's see it from his point of view. Maybe he didn't realise. Maybe he didn't realise that this what was in front of him and, and the maybe kids he, were there maybe maybe he was trying to get it for his own child you just don't know do you but there's this kind of yeah it just it doesn't look great on him it doesn't look great at all okay so I'm, I'm watching it as we go he just he is a bit like oh sorry i didn't realize he did have his hand out beforehand <laughs> oh, yes john t it's all right mate i i don't i don't actually <laughs> want to defend him he's, he's a terrible person he reached over his heart. I hope, yeah, there is, uh, yeah, I hope he doesn't sleep well, ever, knowing that he's a viral ever. sensation for wow. all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves to have bad night's sleep for the rest of his life. <laughs> and if you are listening, please don't sue. Yeah, don't, don't, we haven't named him, so he can't. No, that's, that's correct. That journalism <laughs> degree is shining now, John C. <laughs> there we are. I paid attention to media law. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> again again don't test us guys <laughs> please find no reasons to sue us that'd be great that'd be great right that moves us nicely onto the obscure mm. things are the... already qu- and things are already quite obscure i'd say in this episode. yeah more more obscure than usual mm, yeah it's taken us on a very 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 strange path this episode i love it episode four we're finding our feet i think finally finding mm. our feet mm. but um so the obscure was, uh, to be honest, before I found out about this in, um, uh, I suppose, national news here in the UK, I didn't know this was a thing. I, I, I've seen it on grass because that makes sense. OK, but I did not know ice lawn mower champs existed, Chris. Did you? Until two seconds ago. No, no. So and it. The reason why, obviously, it came onto my radio is because a British team called Les Racing won the annual lawnmower Ice Grand Prix in Finland. So um, if you want to know more, uh, as I'm sure you're chomping at the bit to find out, <laughs> the lawnmower race event was held outside the rural town of Lavia on the frozen lake. This is going to test me. Kahijavi, some 250 kilometres from Helsinki. Yeah, three isn't three out of four. Three out of four isn't bad, John. Yeah, so that's not bad. Um, by the way, I'm reading this article from AOL.com. AOL. 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 Yeah. A- Do you remember AOL, AOL Messenger? No, I don't. <laughs> Do I remember, not? No, I remember Ask Jeeves. No, A- AOL pre pre like re- really was maybe like a prerequisite to MSN Messenger. 
Oh, MSN, those uh, were great days. Oh, we, we should get the tone up. Didn't we? What's the tone <laughs> like? Didn't On chat. Oh, always put your favourite song lyric in your status. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should do that on Facebook more. Favourite song mm. lyric in your status. Just throw people off, you know? Mm, so, yeah. So, back to Ice Lawn Mower Grand Prix. Drivers with their backup teams from Luxembourg, Switzerland, Germany, United Kingdom, Estonia, and of course Finland had to complete as many laps of the 850 metre circuit as possible within a 12 hour time frame. So the race started at 9 a.m. local time, but was stopped after seven hours of racing as the circuit developed several large holes where water started pouring through the lake below. You can see how that would cause an issue. (laughs) Yeah, you really can. Oh, man. So the very British sport of lawnmower racing has gained popularity worldwide with many countries such as America and Australia adopting sport with their own racing associations. Why is it very British? What, What is British about racing a lawnmower? Oh, yeah, I, I thought I thought I all countries have had lawnmowers. I don't identify myself as British, but because I, I have a lawnmower, I don't, ha- and especially I don't have a, a ride on lawnmower. That would be great if I did. No, no I, I think well, I think if I was to, to have one, I think I could get laughed at because my grass outside is about three meters by two meters. That, that's kind of my situation as well. But I don't even know anyone with a ride on lawnmower. I do know a few people. If, if I did know someone, I would definitely be like do you want to mow your lawn for you because that would just be great i know i'm kind of tempted to ask my friend phil but apparently it takes like an hour to mm. mow his lawn but hang on so ice lawnmower challenge thing yeah if you're if you're on the a lawnmower then why would you did, so is what is it is it mowing while it goes this i don't that is a good question that is a what, good question what, what, i can't what imagine it, be, it would be it sounded like Brooke wanted to tell us, but it, it sounded... did. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think. Don't worry, guys. I'm not just leaving. I'm not that cruel. Her mother is with her. Um, so I think she's getting settled again. She Aww. just loves. She just loves. She doesn't want to miss out, and she knows I'm recording, and she just she wants to be on the NASP dream uh, dream boat with us. You know, Brooke is Brooke is the star of the show. We both we're we're just we're vessels. We are. We are. You know, just guiding the ship, and she is she is the star. She is the star. But yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine it. The the the, the I suppose the the blade is going round on these lawnmowers as they're racing. But at the same time, I suppose all the uh, engine and that are uh, kind of intertwined. Engineer from an engineering point of view. <laughs> yeah, because if you if it isn't mowing at the same time, then surely it's just a go kart. Yeah. Or or a quad bike. That that makes sense. That does or make like sense. one of those cars on Mario Kart that you never actually use, but they look like they're a bit weird and wacky. Oh, Mario Kart is a great game. Mm. By the way, I, I, I played with a few listeners of ours the other day. Listeners slash friends who listen to the podcast because I asked them to. <laughs> Humble brag, um, that. Humble well, you know. brag. You know, played on the got the old GameCube out for those that remember GameCube. the GameCube. Oh, mate, four controllers, iconic. We lived the Mario Kart dream for one night. Mm. And I, I won't say one night only. I think that's gonna it's gonna be a thing continual, continuing. Good. So uh, looking forward but, to hearing more tales of how you got on Rainbow Road in the future. <laughs> oh, I, I will keep you guys updated. But yeah, I, I love the fact that happened on ice. I think this lawnmower race. I just think, obviously, grass I get, but how did it progress to being on ice? Or was it because it was being held in Finland? 
there was no grass there. I don't know. I mean, we, we we have a friend who lives in Finland. Do you know this? No. Your friend of mine, Aaron Donnelly, lives in in Finland. So maybe Aaron we should Do- find out. Maybe is he? Do you reckon he's become in the time he's been living in Finland? Do you reckon he's become a lawnmower champion? I wouldn't put it past him. I I wouldn't put it past it. I think we need to find out in the coming weeks. Maybe he can be our Finnish reporter for the pod. <laughs> Aaron, if you're listening, get in touch. Okay. If you're not listening, we'll be in touch and you're going to be our Finnish reporter. Which this would be good. really great because with his Scouse accent as well, <laughs> he, would, <laughs> yeah. he would sound so Finnish, I'm sure. He does, he does talk, I can't believe he was actually, you know, allowed to teach English to um, in China with a Scouse accent. Oh, Just come on. Somewhere in China, there's a load of, there's a load of Chinese people who have been taught English by him <laughs> speaking slightly Scouse. Are you all right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that we uh, are treading into dangerous territory. So shall we? Uh, we are. Let's, should, let's should we move on. <laughs> swiftly move on. So Chris, we met on Friday, and we did. Uh, we were catching up, and um, on the last podcast, I challenged you to get yourself, um, you know, fully immersed into the world of crashed ice. As as we've just been talking about ice, uh, may as well carry on. So this obviously comes under our very catchily named segment, the not-so-known sport that you should know more about. So, Crashed Ice, Chris, are you ready? I am ready. Set the timer. I'm setting the timer. So if you don't know and this is your first time listening, then each week I give Chris a, a sport that, yeah, I think that, you know, we should bring to the world in a, a, a mainstream sport as such it's, it's not in the mainstream but we feel like you should know more about this spot so Chris each week comes back with me with all his research done and gives me a very good uh, roundup of the sport in a minute so Chris are you ready? I was born ready good to hear right in three, two, one, go I want you to close your eyes and imagine standing in an alpine ski resort to your left there's an open air ice hockey match to your right a staggeringly steep downhill ski slope now stick them together with a dash of bmx racing and you get crashed ice this is ridiculous in essence it's downhill skiing it's a downhill skiing course that challenges some of the world's toughest to race four at a time shoulder to shoulder at speeds of up to 50 miles per hour the sport was created by red Bull and its latest event took place at Fenway Park Stadium in the American city of Boston over the 8th and 9th of February. If you're still not getting it, think of Rainbow Road on Mario Kart, but on ice. It's absolute kind, and without sounding like my mother, it's a wonder that no one was seriously hurt. <laughs> oh, I love it. With five seconds to spare as well. I know. I know. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to bring my time down. I'm trying to bring my time down. You Still bring you the quality. Still trying well, to bring you the info. Bring you the, bring in the info. That's... Oh, the quality there. I did not know Fenway Park. So that's the uh, baseball stadium, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big artificial stadium that they 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 constructed within Fenway Park, and uh, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. It's hard to explain. It it's like a total helter skelter setup. And um, watching the videos of this. Go on Facebook and just type in crashed ice and you'll you'll see all the videos. And How long did you stay bonkers. on the videos for, Chris? Uh, long enough to get an understanding of what was going on, but not long enough to see someone get seriously hurt. 
Okay, I see. I feel like I... if I'd won it, if I'd looked hard enough for that, for that, I would have found it because it's that kind of brutal of a sport, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I first saw a few YouTube videos of it through kind of Red Bull. Like, I follow a lot of Red Bull sponsored sports because I could, I think they're fantastic. Red Bull just go for all the crazy sports out there as such that I think are just amazing. Absolutely Mm. amazing. So, uh, mate, thank you for that. So, when can we next catch some crash vice action? Do you know? I don't have that information, unfortunately. Uh, I'm I'm not privy to the crashed ice schedule but i'm sure that you as a dedicated fan will be able to tell everyone that oh of course absolutely <laughs> the Tuck. next the next Tuck. time oh the next time we could we can't make this stuff up oh no no we just missed some in our uh, you know our reporter on the ground aaron donnelly's country finland no but that Standard. proceeded that did proceed fenway park mm. um so I think, you know, uh, the next one is TBC, TBC. But we will bring, we can bring you news on that on the next pod. Don't worry. Well, it looks like yeah, the season actually runs until the end of February. There we so go. I think maybe that was the last one, but wow. Anyway, what? that's that. What, that's what, Crash Dice. You know, it's, it's out there. We put it out there. What is next? What so, is my next challenge? Right. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear it. So I originally came across this sport through a documentary that I watched on Amazon. I was uh, I was on my turbo trainer one day and I watched this documentary because it was to do with bikes. And I thought, that is nuts. So I want you to find out more about, I suppose it's got a couple of names, uh, so I'll give you all the names. <laughs> so bicycle polo <laughs> or hardcore bike polo. It sounds beautiful. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, is, you, it, get... is it uh, basically polo, but the horses are riding around on bicycles? Yeah, you're pretty close. You're Good. pretty close. But let, let's let your research take you even further down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Rather than bicycles, they're just unicycles. Who who knows? Who knows? It, it is now in your hands <laughs> to bring to the listeners. A horse on a unicycle, now that would be that would be something, wouldn't it? Oh, I'd pay good money to see that. <laughs> that would how be good. amazing. How good. <laughs> Maybe we can bring it. Maybe that's our first kind of, you know, video content. Let's get out there. No, the we are not putting a horse on a unicycle. We're not even, uh, we're not even going to put a Shetland pony on one. That's just, that is just a dangerous game. What about a goat? Yeah, put a goat on one. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like a goat would be very complicit. I don't think they'd be on board with the notion. No, I think this has got. We're, we, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to think of this in our next meet, Chris. Mm. Mm. Anyway, I did. I did see a video. Um, actually, just while we're on the subject of animals riding um bicycles, <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> I'm not sure when it will come up again, if ever. I did watch a video on Twitter. I'll tell you why I watched it. It kind of just came up in my uh, timeline of a monkey who stole a child's bicycle and then cycled off on it. It was uh, it was wow. quite something. Yeah, I wish I could um, I could tell you that we were going to put it on Instagram, but I don't actually know how to find it again. But um, it actually happened. Well, let's see what the internet throws up. <laughs> <laughs> the good old trusty World Wide Web. <laughs> So, Chris, mm. as we mentioned, we met on Friday 
And I was I was approached before Friday by one of our dedicated listeners, Pete Lloyd, who's also a good friend and listens more because I think I asked him to. Um, but Pete doesn't know much about sport. OK, he's one of those people out there that just he's more interested in drawing pictures than he is uh, about sport. And that's completely fine. What makes the world, this beautiful world go round is is the different people and the different interests that people have. But Pete was like, I do want to know more. So he asked if he could ask a question each week on this podcast. Uh, so I've, I was like, I've, I've got to discuss this with Chris, you know. He is as much about this show as I am. And, and you gave me the sign-off, didn't you, mate, on Friday? I did. So I got Pete to pose a question. So here it is. Hi there, John C and the wider collective of the Not Another Sports Podcast podcast. Um, my name's Pete. I know nothing about sport. Um, and you heard the phrase, the only stupid question is the one you never ask, right? And I never want to ask stupid questions. And usually there's not a context that I can ask them, but I've heard that uh, this is the place to ask the stupid questions about sport and that you'll answer them. So, uh, first question. Um, John T, I thought I'll go with uh, a sport that you know an awful lot about, and that's rowing, because you used to row a lot. Um, Not so long ago, I was walking along a river in Oxford, and I saw a load of people rowing a a race. Um, I can't remember what they're called. They're called something else. Maybe you can answer that question as well. It was going on. And you have a person on the boat called the Cox who looks like somebody that I guess they are steering the boat, right? But I have, and they had the, they had like loud hailer things that they were yelling and I, I don't know what they were yelling. What are they yelling? Um, what's it all about? Is the Cox supposed to motivate the people to keep rowing? Are they directional? What are they doing? Are they singing a song? Are they keeping the rhythm like Viking longboats banging a drum? I have no idea what the Cox does, how they do it. I wondered if you could enlighten me. And perhaps, I don't know, your opinions on on the whole Cox situation um, and whether you think they are a good idea or not. Okay, Uh, over and out. I look forward to hearing your answer. Thank you very much. So, Jonty, what do you think to the Cox situation? (laughs) What a question. What a question. I don't think I've been asked that before. Dangerously um, phrased. They, very dangerously. The role of a coxswain is the, the full name for the cox in, the, in, in, in rowing is the coxswain. And um, yeah, I, I used to row in a heavyweight four and a heavyweight eight at university, as Pete referred to. Uh, I mean, humble brag. Well, humble brag. Once upon a time, you were going to join me, Chris. I was going to join. I did the swim test, but I just, uh, life got away. Life got in the way. We'll leave it at that. Life got in the way. But but, but the Cox is very important. He does steer the boat, you know, so that was one of the first questions, I think, asked about the Cox. He does steer the boat, and he is in command of the boat at all times when he is present. So they, they, they should be, as well, a person of, I suppose, a slight body type would be maybe the best way to put it. They should be smaller anyway. But we we had, I think, a six foot one guy who was fairly built. And I think the boat at the back end was pretty much out of the water. <laughs> but never mind. He was he was brilliant. Um, but yeah, uh, they, they need to coach. They need to motivate. So that the microphone, if you've ever seen them on TV, if you've ever seen the boat race um, between Oxford and Cambridge, or have you seen any of the rowing at the Olympics and seen a, seen a cox in use? They're definitely motivating the crew, you know, kind of geeing them up. Maybe they are singing a song at times. I've never had that before. 
Um, but did you know, Chris, the Cox um, also is rewarded with, uh, for example, in the Olympics, the gold medal? I did not know that, but I mean, that makes complete sense because if if it is if the Cox is involved, then why shouldn't they get a, a medal? Yeah, exactly. It's part so, of the team. They're like just as part of a team as uh, as anyone else. You would you'd guess as anyone else. But um, but yeah, the role of the Cox very important, very pivotal, especially in the bigger boats. And um, Pete asked about the races, so you'd have a regatta. Or a rowing head. A rowing head is often where you're going down a river more so, where you're in open water and you're separated by two minutes apart. Uh, a regatta, or is it the other way around? No, no I yeah. think you're right. I think I'm, you're right. Um, regatta yeah. is where you start at the same time. Um, um, but yeah, the cox is very vital. So, Pete, thank you for the question. Good one to start off with. Um, and I hope that has answered it. We look forward to your your question next week, don't we, Chris? I'm already excited about it. Yeah, I loved his intro as well. I was I great. I didn't even see him up for any of that. <laughs> great stuff. So what have we learned this week, John C? Well, I've learned plenty about the world of crashed ice, and I think it can take me into a very deep YouTube hole when watching the sport. <laughs> what have you learned, Chris? I've learned that it's not okay to steal a shirt from a small child. It is never okay, and we. Do I mean, I don't know why I had to. Why it's taken me that long to learn that, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you've learned it today. And from now on in life, you will not do this. <laughs> I'll think. I'll think twice when I go to my next Northampton Town football club game. You can be sure. Yeah, do not get too carried away, Chris Holland. I'll try. Well, I've been John T. Bayless. I've been Chris Holland. And you've been listening to Not Another Sports Podcast. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Whammy. Oh.